Welcome back to Torah Psych 101. I am your host, Dr. Jonathan Lassen, where if you love Torah and you love psychology, this is the place for you. We are up to Parshas Vayera, where we talk about Avram Avinu. We're in the middle of the story of Avram Avinu, who was an Eved Hashem. He was a servant of Hashem. He was someone who feared Hashem. And as we know, fear of Hashem is something that is central to Torah Judaism. People who don't fear Hashem can't fully appreciate what it means to be an Eved Hashem. People who would repudiate anything that's antithetical to a monotheistic approach, which was certainly tied to Avinu. In fact, when Yaakov was giving the brachos to Levi, he, the attributes that we, he cited were his repulsion to idolatry, as well as the prominence that Levi placed on the mitzvah of Brismila. And people can be very courteous and civil, but without fear of Hashem, the virtuousness stops there. And it's told over, interestingly, interesting story, that prior to the Holocaust, there were many people who were convinced that the Germans, who eventually joined the Nazi party, were law-abiding civil people who would never allow people to be treated in an inhumane way. And they were known to dress well and act in a very refined and dignified manner, and they would help people with directions if they seemed lost, However, we know that civility can be maintained even when committing terrible atrocities. And there was once a man who was attending a shear by Rav Hutner many years after the Holocaust was over, and he approached Rav Hutner and he reintroduced himself because he had seen him during the Holocaust. And initially, Rav Hutner did not recognize this man, but when he finally realized who he was, he stuck out his hand to shake it. And the elderly man held up the stump where his, na- his hand used to be, and he related to Rav Hutner that his hand was cut off by the Nazis. And he went on to state that when his hand, while his hand was being cut off, the Nazi acted like a complete gentleman, even smiling during the gruesome procedure that he endured. So while we talk about civility, we can look to the Parsha of Vayera and compare and contrast two people who were notorious for their civility and the mitzvah of welcoming guests. And those two people obviously were Lot and Avram. Lot had mimicked Avram's behaviors and behaved in an almost identical way when it came to welcoming his guests. Almost. There's one area where we see a major difference. When Avram welcomed his guests, he made sure that the feet of his guests were cleaned before entering Avram's home. But Lot did not mimic this type of behavior. How is this so? He copied all of the other behaviors of Avram, so why did he uh, neglect this part of washing the feet of his guests or having water to wash the feet. And the answer lies within a very interestingly worded Pusuk, which says, I thought, said Avram, that surely there is no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. He says, surely. So why does the Torah use the term rock? Why does the Torah use that word surely? So the Malbim explains what Avram was trying to convey. You can be very civilized in your everyday life. You might even help give directions, or you might help an old lady across the street. But without fear of Hashem, civility ends. And that's why the Torah uses the word rock. Surely, without fear of Hashem, civility is definitely limited. My wife was sharing with me how many of her colleagues are always shocked when they hear how Orthodox Jews invite strangers into their homes who come from out of town if they're coming like for a simcha for for you know for, a, for any occasion and it seems very foreign and strange to many of her colleagues and it must have been a complete shock when Mayor Schuster if those of you who've gotten the book the tap on the shoulder 
You would ask backpackers to eat out at someone's home who they never even met. And the key difference is that with Yiras Hashem, we know what is the right thing to do above and beyond common chivalry. And we assume that our fellow Jews follow the same trajectory in life. And that that's why is some, such a central part of our lives, of inviting guests over, even if we don't know who they are, they're just somewhat loosely connected to us, or someone found out that we have a welcoming home. So they say, hey, you, Dr. Lassen, you want to have these guests over? And we're like, sure. And this was the fundamental difference between Avram and Lot. When Avram entered into the bris with his own bris milah, he would never entertain, pun intended, any smidgen of Avodazar. And that's why he had to have the water uh, for the people to wash off their feet. But Lot, who left Avram before entering into this special bris, was never exposed to the idea of Yeres Hashem, so he did not recognize his guests that they needed to wash their dust or the dust off of their feet because their dust was something that they worshipped. It was a Vodazara and it was still on their feet. Avram already had a heightened level of awareness and he recognized that Hashem, he recognized Hashem from such an early age and was able to convince his father Terach about this idea of monotheism. Essentially, Lot missed the boat. He couldn't join the crews of Torah observance without Yeras Hashem. I just want to point out another lesson that we see from Avram. It's a fascinating thing that we see regarding his hospitality. And at first, it doesn't seem to be very hospitable. While he offers lots of bread and meat, he offers very little water for his guests. We see Ma'at Mayim. And why would he be so cheap on the water? So the Gemara says that the water was brought through a shaliach, whereas the food was prepared by Avram himself. So while it's nice to do your own hachnasas arachim, it shouldn't come at the expense of others. And since the water was being brought by a shaliach, Avram only asks for the minimal amount necessary. So the water carrier wouldn't have to be overly burdened by schlepping all this water from wherever they got it from in order to bring it to the the malachim who were coming. So what type of man thinks like this? Only someone who's mastered the art of truach nazazarchim. And sometimes people go out of their way to do kindness to others. And we should always make sure that our kindness is truly coming from ourselves and not at the expense of others. Again, here's where Lot missed the boat. Have a wonderful Shabbos.